0: reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado.
1: Welcome back into the NBA Morning News. Joey and Alex back again. And we had... Two game slate. Um, would you call these good games? Like, I, I guess they were both close games, but they were like kind of sloppy, grinded out games. Like it close. wasn't it wasn't the most exciting close games.
0: So the word that comes to mind for Utah versus Denver is anticlimactic. That was almost. I think we should start there. Um, yeah, that's fine. I thought I thought Utah was going to pull that off, and uh, it just didn't have enough. Gas in the tank, but no, that game was a shit, that game was a total shit show in my mind. Not yeah, not a
1: good game, but I mean, I almost a thriller. They kept on saying on the broad. I mean, I watched the whole game, and right? they kept saying the broadcast. Or Mark Jackson, I guess it's just the way he is, but saying like it was was it Mark Jackson?
0: No, it was yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it was
1: yeah. Um, I'm just but Jeff and Gundy wasn't on it, right? I'm just so used to or no, not not no, it Mark, wasn't Mark Jackson? Different... Who was it? Why am I thinking it was Mark Jackson? Anyways, the announcer on the broadcast kept saying, like, good defense, but it just looked like these teams were both tired and beat up from a seven-game battle.
0: That's exactly what I thought, too, yeah. It looked like, for most of the game, one team or the other was totally out of gas. And And just to
1: clarify, the Nuggets won 80-78 in Game 7, so they are the 12th team ever. Now to come back from a 3 1 deficit to win a seven game series. Um but it wasn't like it wasn't the game we wanted. Uh no. Jamal Murray had 17. He did have a couple, like in the last couple minutes, he had a couple clutch baskets, but he finished he with did. 17. Uh Donovan Mitchell only had twenty two. Um and at one point, twenty two, and at one point he had 14 straight points. From the end of the second quarter into the third quarter, he had 14 straight, which brought them back. Remember, we were texting about how he went into the locker room at one point in the first half. And in the the broadcast, they were like, sometimes you got to just go clear your head. And I was like, what? Clear your head in the middle of a game? (laughs) Like, what? And you thought maybe he had to just go take a shit.
0: That's really what I thought. And I think that's actually the case. But I had the game on mute unfortunately. And I saw him going back there. So I just figured he like tweaked something and it was close enough to the end of the half that he was just going to go get some work done. And then when you started talking about, he has to get his head cleared. I'm like, this has the potential to be
1: an all time uh, kind of flake. Well, but I, it was weird. I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I the, I heard him say that. I'm like, wait a minute. He's having, and he a, was having a horrible game. Well, at he, the time. but he also at the moment when he went out, he, he was already out of the game. He had three fouls and he had five turnovers. So, right.
0: I think he had to take a shit. Yeah,
1: it might have. It must have been. It was weird. But then you were like, man, if he comes back and balls out in the second half, this is going to be an all-time come like story. <laughs> the halftime dude yeah. yeah, he did. did it. He, yeah, well, he, he's, <laughs> he, he they well they were getting their ass kicked. I mean, it it just looked like it looked like Denver. I mean, I guess not getting their ass kicked because the game was ugly the whole way, but it never looked like. Utah had a shot the way Donovan Mitchell was playing in the first half. And then he came back and they, I mean, they, it was a two point game. So yeah, he in, almost in the did third
0: it quarter. He looked like he did all series long. He looked electric, but first, second and fourth quarter, he, he just didn't have it. He looked gas gassed. Um, the only thing that made this almost a great game was that Denver couldn't hit the side of a barn in the second half. They had 15 points in the third quarter, 15 points in the fourth quarter in a Game 7, a must-win, and they almost really blew one here because the Jazz didn't play well.
1: Yeah. I mean, um, Jokic, ultimately. I mean, it it ended up coming down to the two bigs, right? Because Gobert took over in the fourth quarter.
0: Gobert was great. In yeah, the, in the second half. But Jokic,
1: um, Jokic coming into this series, I I sort of touted all, like how, Jokic averaged 30, 30 a game against the Jazz this year, and wow. they just couldn't stop him. I mean, twenty nine points something, but and then he had thirty today, and he had that absurd sky hook looking game mm-hmm. winner at the end. Um,
0: See, I you might have a totally different take than this, but I would classify that as like a quiet thirty points, like. He
1: went really quiet for, all for a his, stretch there. All of his all of his yeah. big scoring games are quiet. It's just the way like, he scores.
0: I guess it is. I was kind of in my mind. I was like, Gobert's really uh, shutting him down. And I look at the box score, and he had like 22 at that point. And I'm like, I guess, yeah, he's hit some shots. But he really was the difference for the yeah. Nuggets. And he also had a, game,
1: a, he had a really nice pass, like a dump-off yeah. pass for a layup. Like, he's just quietly just so good. And, and yeah. really, look. Jamal Murray had an incredible series, and p- potentially he could, he's turning it. He could have turned into like this star level scorer. And Donovan Mitchell has been a great scorer, and he's an all star level player. But isn't Jokic the best player in this series?
0: Yes, that was unquestioned tonight in my mind.
1: I mean, like, but but like coming into the series, you're like he's the best player in the series, right? Oh yeah, so, yeah, no doubt. Again, it comes down to as good as those other guys all played. In the playoffs, when you go deep into a seven game series, is the who has the best player on the floor. In a two two point game, game seven, if you have the best player on the floor, you have the best chance to win. And I, I still think despite as well as well as both those guys played in this series, Jokic is the best player in this series. And he did and he did it again against the best defensive center in the NBA. A perennial defensive player of the year type of player.
0: Yeah. I think Maybe yeah, just because he didn't flash like uh, Mitchell and Jamal Murray, it allowed him to have this like really quiet but just solid as hell series. Well, he'll
1: never flash. That's the thing because of the way <laughs> yeah. he plays. He's never going to have a flashy thirty, right? It's always going to be these. You know, he gets he gets putbacks when you're like, how does he get a rebound? He doesn't jump. He has these. He he does those like standstill jumpers over Gobert where he doesn't. He literally doesn't even jump. It just the arc on his shot is like touching the roof. Yeah. And he just quietly puts it together because he's efficient and he's never going to be flashy. He's not athletic. He's slow, but he's huh. just so skilled. It's, it's crazy. And it that was the difference. Cause Gobert looked like he was going to carry 19 and 18 in the game. Um, it looked like he was going to put them on his back. Him and Donovan together looked like they were going to put them on their back and win that game. Um, but neither team looked very good. Like, I I can't I can't come out of that game and be like, oh, it was a defensive battle. I just thought both teams looked a little bit worn out.
0: I feel the exact same way. Um, it was a weird one, and it was just, it just like that game had so much hype. Um, I feel like as much hype as like a three six game seven in the first round could have, and it didn't deliver. But Nuggets advance. I mean,
1: yep. I just yeah. wanted
0: more. I wanted more from it. Yeah,
1: my biggest takeaway from that game and now from the series is Donovan Mitchell is now i can't imagine a scenario where donovan mitchell goes into this offseason and says please sign me to a max extension utah i just yeah
0: he's one of I, those I just guys don't... he's ultra competitive i do i would be shocked if he signed long term there so really he would. he
1: has one year left on his rookie deal but he's eligible right. for an extension and he was one of those guys that before the bubble started that um was in that group of guys that was rumored to be concerned about going to play in the bubble because they were worried about getting hurt and it impacting their ability to get their extension. And then there was like, they added insurance for those guys. Bam was one of those guys. Um, so now I'm like, is there going to be, there was already, obviously, you know, Donovan, him and Rudy looked, like they were cool with each other in the game, but in the heat of the mat battle, he's going to be cool with his second best player. Mm-hmm. But there was always, there was all that drama before the bubble about Donovan not being happy about what went down with Rudy and getting COVID and all that. Um, and now Which he was
0: right about Gobert was completely irresponsible so, with that.
1: Absolutely. That so and now I'm on a side there. And now Donovan Mitchell has a historic series carries this team for you know basically carries them to what should have been a, a, the series. I mean, they were up 3-1. Just couldn't get any help. He just couldn't get yeah. in, in late, like in, in this game. Both, look, it, ultimately, like Murray and Mitchell both needed help. Whose guys were going to come to their aid after everything they did for them in this series to put the team on their back? And Murray just got a tiny bit more. It wasn't mm. much more. You know, Jokic had his game, and then Michael Porter Jr. had – 10 points in the first half but that was pretty much it yep and there's only it was 80 to 78 so i'm just i don't i don't i don't know if they're i don't know that they'll trade him
0: i do want to say but he, I, I he could see him demanding my, a trade he changed my mind about him as a player coming into this series i knew a really really good player but his motor is elite um and like when you're on the floor with a bunch of a one athletes and you can see a guy in terms of stamina standing out like like Russell Westbrook is a guy that comes to mind when you think of an elite motor I didn't realize how unbelievably like relentless he is and uh Donovan I right. just really Donovan Mitchell yeah, yeah I really just appreciated the series that he had it was good for him yeah him
1: and Murray I mean it sucks that the game had to go the way it did and end the way it did this this series because it overshadows a little bit now how mm-hmm. incredible the series was yeah um and now, I mean, the Nuggets, after all that, coming back from 3-1, I get to go play the Clippers. Um, That's not the best prize. That's, that, that's going to be 4-1 four, one, four, one or, or a sweep. I'm Jokic saying I'm putting, gonna it have out, to do something. putting it out there in the world right now. Jamal Murray's not... He's not averaging 30 a game against the Clippers.
0: He's not going to even sniff that. So Jokic, and honestly, my biggest concern with the Clippers is a rim protector. So Jokic could put up huge numbers. I don't know if it's going to translate to wins, but I think he could have a monster series. It's
1: going to be tough. They're also not a good defensive team. Although they played good defense the last three games to come back, but Utah's also not like an elite offensive team. So... That one's gonna be rough. I, I think I it's think. gonna get ugly. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. I mean, who knows? Th- yeah. These, I hope we get surprised. These, bubble, yeah, se- these bubble series have been pretty unpredictable. I guess that's the same case for Celtics Raptors, which was the other game last night. Um, Celtics ended up winning one hundred two ninety nine, and uh, well, let's talk about Marcus Smart.
0: Yeah, marcus absolutely.
1: smart had 16 points in the fourth quarter he ended up with 19 but he had 16 in the fourth five threes um he's a pretty amazing like case to me because when i was in charlotte when he went, entered the draft out of oklahoma state i asked a couple people you know like one of the guys on my on the staff who was a college coach the year before and some scouts like why is Marcus Smart a top five pick? Like, why do you guys consider him to be a top five pick? And a, a few of them were like, he's just, he's a winner, man. He's just, he just plays hard. He's a winner. You know, he's got that mentality. Like, he's going to succeed. And I was just like, well, that's a shitty reason to take someone in the top <laughs> five. Because everyone's great if they get to the league. But, like, what do they do? He couldn't. He wasn't a great ball handler. He couldn't shoot, and he's a point guard. So it's like his number one quality for a top five point guard is he plays hard, he defends, and he's a winner. That's the risky pick. They took him six. Yeah. They took him six, and he looked like he was a bust. I mean, they took him a point guard six, and then they ended up going to get Kyrie and going to get Cambo. So he looked for a long time like. Not necessarily a bust, bust, like total bust, but like for a top six pick, he didn't look great. But man, that winning, that winning mentality showed today. Really did. I mean, that guy.
0: He just had a great game, but it really, I mean.
1: Well, but it's not even just having a great game. It's when he did it. Yeah. It looked like this. It, that game was going to get out of hand. Raptors were up 12 at one point. Yep. They were up eight at the beginning of the fourth. They were up eight.
0: His only field goals were three pointers. I I doubt that's happened in his career yet. He was six for thirteen from the field, six for eleven from three point range. Like these playoffs are just keep getting weirder and weirder. But uh, yeah, that, he won the game for the Celtics in my opinion. I mean, yeah. Jason Tatum did what Tatum thirty four. He had a great game. Yep, Kemba but actually
1: was, Kemba was on pace to have like his worst playoff game of his career until the end of the fourth. He went off a little bit and he. He hit that step back that looked like the UConn step back on it did. on on I think it was Ibaka who was guarding him, but they're just you know I went through my mind again it was just like man how good is your team when Kemba Walker's your third best player,
0: and when Gordon Hayward's at full
1: strength it he just might be but the I, I, but even like, yeah. I mean like right now like the way yeah, Marcus Smart has stepped in and I loved these role players off their bench the way they're like Robert Williams looks great. Um, mm-hmm. I love Grant Williams as a role player. I mean, he 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 gives me like PJ Tucker vibes when I watch him play. His footwork okay. is so good, and he he just is a good defender. He can't shoot like Tucker can yet, but Tucker wasn't like that early in his career. Um, Brad Wanamaker, like he, Brad Wanamaker, made a play in the second half that that a starting point guard would not make. Kyle Lowry had the ball. Got it off. It was either off a miss or he got it in transition. He was on the sideline, and he was going. It was going to be a transition, something bucket play, whatever. And Wanamaker just stood in front of him and fucking knocked him on the floor. <laughs> and I'm just like, you know what, dude, Kemba's not doing that shit. No, no chance. But that's I'm what Watermaker's but, a Philly guy, so I expect that out of him. But that's like, you, you know, you're all the way bought in when you're like, I'm gonna go, and Kyle Lowry's a tank. You know, mm-hmm. so you're he's these guys for all again, for the lack of depth thing that we talked about with the Celtics, the guys are just the role players are doing exactly what they need to do. Tatum is Tatum. Um, Jalen Brown still looks I mean, he's he's the second best player in the series right now. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is you brought up uh, multiple times. Siakam has to be a star for the Raptors to win, and he looks like. Another, he just looks like another player. He looks yeah. like he looks like a good role player on a championship he, team. He looks like yes. a good role player on a championship team,
0: which is exactly what he was right. last year. No, well, last he year he was, was a he great role slightly player, slightly better than a role player. Like, yeah, he looks yeah, like he looks
1: like the a great like a really good second or third option on a on a great team. But he, he looks doesn't like look, a look like a career long
0: Robin. That's what he's 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 Robin. I think that's his ceiling. Unfortunately,
1: I, hope, I don't know that, I don't I don't know if that's actually his ceiling but it looks like his ceiling in these playoffs. He yeah. he looks very one-dimensional off the dribble right now. He has that one spin move and the Celtics are guarding it like it's nothing. Like
0: maybe I'm being too hard on him because he is a guy we know can vastly improve his game. He he locked himself in the gym two summers ago to improve his three-point shooting. So maybe you know, Celtics handle him in this series and he he takes another huge stride in the offseason. I shouldn't say he's his ceiling is right. And
1: we've also seen him like even last year when Kawhi was out, he averaged like 25 a game in the games Kawhi didn't play last year. And we've seen him go off for like 35 points and carry this team to wins. So it's not like he doesn't have that in him. But this is where if, if you're going to be if you're going to go from all star level to elite franchise level, these are that this is the time. In this, this, is the this exact is, series, to the make playoffs. I mean, it's the playoffs, right? Okay, you can get away with not playing great against the Nets because you are going to beat the Nets either way. So it's just like, all right, he's getting warmed up, but you can't play awful against the Celtics. Like, it's two again. It's just two games. Anything's possible. But if there was, if there was ever a series where I'm like, after two games, it looks about as done as it can, just based off the fact yeah. that this looked like Toronto's shot. In this game, I mean, they they blew a 12-point lead yeah, after brutal. getting blown out in game one. It doesn't look good for them. And they, and again, Siakam, they don't have that guy who's going to put them on his back and say they don't have Tatum. Who's going to say, all right, I'm going to go get 40 next game and win us a game. They don't have mm-hmm. Kawhi like last year.
0: Yeah. Kyle Lowry's not that guy. He never will be. Um, I want to say... I don't know if we have any listeners in Canada uh, yet. I'm sure we'll get there. We do. I I have a lot of empathy. I have some serious empathy for Raptors fans here because, I mean, I'm a diehard Sixers fan. I know what it's like. When a guy you know is not a great shooter, can't miss, there's nothing more frustrating. And so for Raptors fans to watch Marcus Smart knock down five three-pointers in the second half is like torture. Now, I don't feel that bad because they just got a ring, Mm -hmm. but – that that's brutal because we know Marcus Smart that's not his game and he just had a hell of a game, yeah. uh, so th- that one's really tough to swallow for Raptors fans. So I mean, and I also,
1: yeah, and and Smart hitting those threes, Kemba coming out of nowhere at the end of the game because you you I pointed this out to you, you had no idea. This is what Kemba Kemba is actually. This is yes. kind of what he does. Like, I think it has gone under the and I love Kemba by the way. He's my guy. It's just a great. Dude, like it's hard not to root for him because he just—it's so funny how they went from the point guard that y- you absolutely don't want to root for—he's such a dick, Kyrie Irving—to <laughs> Kemba, who's just like the coolest dude, and you're like yeah. you want to see him succeed. He's always smiling, like he just seems like—well, I know he's a good dude, but even if you don't know him, he seems like like he's a good dude. Um. But this is kind of like the M.O. on him, at least from my perspective. But it went under the radar because he was in Charlotte. But he has these games where he just stinks. Like, he just can't do anything. And I think part of it is because of his size, there's times where he just he can't score at the rim and he struggles and then it, it gets in his head and he's not shooting well. And But, yeah, it looked like one so, of those in games until the end.
0: So, yeah, to bounce off that so at the point he was two for 12 i think i was messaging you about how terrible of a game he's having and you say he has these games and i was fully ready to be like kemba walker does not have two for 12 games and i dig into his game log and they're all over the place he goes ice cold for these and i mean we know he can turn it on we're i'm not knocking kemba walker but yeah this is i mean he gets really cold
1: that's also why i was like charlotte's never going to be Great with him as a franchise player, he needs mm-hmm. to be the second or third guy. He being the third guy is just amazing. Like you, you're you're in a great spot if he's your third best player. Yep. Um, and then you gotta you gotta credit again Brad Stevens and their defense, man. Second game in a row they held the Raptors under 100 points. It's crazy in the play. I mean, defenses get better in the playoffs, but under 100 points two games in a row. One of the better offensive teams in the league one of the deeper teams, supposedly, you know, Mm -hmm. that's, I got to say, and I'll bring it up again. We've talked about it a lot. Uh, Neutral court is crush the Raptors in this game. No, no home court crush the Raptors. If they're in Toronto and they're up 12 in the third quarter, up eight in Mm -hmm. the beginning of the fourth, there's no way they're losing that game.
0: Yeah. You got Drake chirping in Marcus Smart's ear. There's no way he does that. Just
1: Again, it's, it's the energy, right? It's like, yeah just it's real it's a real it's thing loud you feel it i mean even when you're not a player you feel it when you're on like when you're on the bench mm-hmm. you're a coach when the, when the when the crowd gets so loud that the arena starts to sh- you feel that energy it's yeah. a real thing and, and, you, and I mean, C- then you start C- to feel like you start missing a shot or two here you know then it's like all right, are we going to really come back or do we just save our energy to come back next game and win it but in this scenario it's like Yeah, those sort of things don't have a chance to snowball, you know,
0: like you're talking about.
1: Yeah, and it's going to crush the Raptors in this series.
0: One more number. I know we spent a lot of time on this game, but one more number that really jumps out to me is Jason Tatum, 14 for 14 at the line. That's like a superstar number for me. Celtics were not playing great, and he gets himself to the line 14 times and knocks down all of them. We talked a lot mm-hmm. about Marcus Smart but like that 34 points was gigantic of in scraping
1: up this win. I mean look, it, it, everything was gigantic. They only won by 3. Yep. So anything they got, like Robert Williams was huge. The guy had 10 points in the first half. Was 5 for 5 from the field. They also didn't put the Raptors on the line in the first half. They didn't shoot a free throw. Crazy. I mean, they needed everything they could to win that game. But because of that, it's just—I feel like that's so deflating for the Raptors. Yeah, it, it has to be. Two O. It's weird, like that. Two O is not a more dominant number. You would think that. I mean, I know teams generally probably win when they go up two O, but you would think that it would be like ninety percent. Just seems like in the playoffs, how hard it's to come back from that, especially yeah, in a game like this. Like if it was like right. two blowouts, you're like, all right, let's get it out of our heads. We got blown out. Now let's go, and let's get this back. Mm-hmm. But and especially, sorry, you man. had such a chance to to, to tie it up one-one, and you blew it. It just got to be so deflating.
0: Yeah, and especially in series where there is home court advantage, like when you're headed back home down to nothing, your margin for error is you don't have one. If you lose a game, it's right. it's three-one, and, and you're toast.
1: Yeah. Um, and now the Celtics get to go home.
0: Yeah, back home. <laughs> They'll crank their uh, digital fans a little louder. Do you think they're doing that? Well, the fans, the the
1: fans. There's like an app, right? Isn't there like an app? But you you gotta think there's some
0: guy, some guy at the controls that could. uh, (laughs) I don't know. I bet Vegas has him on the line and is like crank, crank it up to. You know what?
1: Since since we uh, we're we're gonna go to our picks, Um, but I just want to just gotta put this out there. I love. I love Doris Burke. I really do love her commentary. She's super smart. Like, she is a really good uh, commentator for NBA games. But she has been on a different plane in the playoffs. (laughs) Uh, Just like, first of all, I tweeted this. She calls Donovan Mitchell Donovan. It's really weird. And listen to it. You're not going to not be able to hear it when you hear her talk about Donovan Mitchell. Actually, you won't hear it now because he's out of the playoffs. But she kept on going. That ne- that next game, Denver, Utah, Donovan Mitchell and Jamal Murray. <laughs> like what? Who is Don? Who is Donovan Mitchell? Who's Donovan? I don't like. There's no different pronunciation of Donovan. Donovan is not how you. S- there's it doesn't. Ex- and then at the end with the when she was just like yelling about the. The replay or whatever she was yelling, she was trending because people were just like, shut up. <laughs> like she was just like overboard. It was just overkill. It was just like, all right, we get it. You don't agree with the with the replay, or you don't agree with the call. Like, calm down.
0: Look, if, if you're looking for me to back you up here, you're out of luck. Cause I'm not gonna have there's no Doris Burke slander on my way. I preface it like, by saying I do like love her
1: commentary. She is very know, know. she has just, great analysis. She's like she's uh, just gotta your, calm your the fuck friend, down your,
0: sometimes. Your warm, friendly aunt that also knows a shitload about basketball. Oh, so she I, she is better. Was more she's about fantastic. the
1: game than I've learned things from listening to her yeah. talk about the game on the broadcast. That being said, she needs to chill the fuck out sometimes. She,
0: she got a little excited today. She, she just, I bet you she'd admit that listening back, she would admit it.
1: It's not the I first hope. time in these playoffs though, where she's like yeah. going in on a team or a player or the ref. It's just like, dude, chill out, like. <laughs> Part of what I like about her is that she's level-headed. And she's like, all right, I know. All right, Doris is on the call. Cool. She's going to get some good information. We're going to get through this mm-hmm. game. I'm going to be annoyed. It's not a Chris Webber game where I want to just like, like f- just stab myself in the eardrum because it's just <laughs> like terrible. I can't stand it. I don't understand. It must be a bubble thing. I don't know how Chris Webber got on the games. It must be just that he's there. He sucks like everyone he's, else has been so good love Stan Van Gundy he's he's immediate like commentator hall of fame to me he's better than jeff but then you get agreed, the classic yeah. you get the classic gundy mark jackson mike breen you can't beat that and then you get chris webber just it's, it's i'm
0: with you that chris chris webber's the uh, the bottom of the totem pole in terms of the uh... It's just terrible commentary. It's just so. I think he means well. Maybe he's not comfortable yet. I don't know. He's not good.
1: He's not good. He just says some dumb stuff, man. He says some dumb stuff. Um, He really does. He, 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 the other day. All right. And and I'm going off a little bit here. We need to do our picks and just get, (laughs) get done with this episode. But he was talking about Mike when Mike Conley came back. And the game that Mike Conley came back when he was going off, and he was like, You, you know, Mike Conley's got that baby juice all over him. <laughs> I was <just> like, <laughs> that, that baby juice is giving him power. I'm like, What? Ugh, I, yeah, I was like, If I'd never have to hear Chris no Webber say baby juice ever again, it would be too soon. <laughs> it's just like baby juice. <laughs> it's not even a thing. Can we find that not a thing. Someone? So It's not even a thing people to. say. I can definitely get it. I'll just go get the game. I can get, get the game. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'll and get we'll that pepper game. pepper
0: that in. Whenever someone really goes off, whenever someone really goes off, we'll have so Chris Weber got just that baby, chime in with the so baby juice.
1: Got that baby juice in him. <laughs> oh, my God. It was terrible. All right, let's do our picks for tonight. Um. Okay. Oh, by the way, we both had the Celtics, right? Did we have? Did you pick the Celtics? Yeah. So we both had the Celtics yeah, because they were
0: getting a point. It yeah. Right. Was right. Psychotic. Right. And it then was so you, weird.
1: you took the Jazz. I took the Nuggets. So, dude, I'm yeah. still rolling, man. I'm which 21 a, and nine in the playoffs. You really are? Like that's God really damn, good, dude. That, that is crazy. Um, you're 13 and 17, which is not bad. Like you're close to being even, which is not bad when you um, pick this many games, yeah. especially games that you don't really want to pick. You know. Um, mm-hmm. 21-9, dude. Man, I'm in the wrong industry. I mean, I guess I'm in the right industry. I'm in the wrong part of it. Uh, Heat, Bucks. It? Um, Bucks minus five still in game two. What do you think?
0: I, that's another one. Like, that is one I would not bet on because the Heat, their defense was just so freaking impressive. Um, okay, I'll go Bucks minus five. Because I think Giannis, like we've been talking about, is knocking on the door, and he comes out and has a statement game where he goes for like forty, forty-five, and and they win by. Uh, I still think it to be a close game. They win by six or something. I don't know.
1: I think it's Bucks. I think I'm going Bucks just because. So I actually had picked the Heat to cover last game. So I actually think it's the Bucks just because they have to. They need a statement. They haven't had a statement game yet, really, in the playoffs. And between the ban- people jumping on the Heat. I guess, obviously, for now, rightfully so, after winning game one, they're hearing it. I mean, it's it's out there. And it's now or not. Like, if they, again, this is another one where if they have another game where the Heat just sort of control the whole game and they go down 0 2. So mm-hmm. I think they're going to win pretty. I think it's going to be another close game, but instead of the Heat sort of handling them in the end, it'll be the Bucks handling the Heat. I'll be interested to see. I don't know what Bledsoe's hamstring awareness status is. Um, (laughs) Yeah,
0: that was weird. How about, do you think they're going to switch Giannis onto Butler in the fourth quarter? Or if Butler gets going like that again? I mean, that... that I think it it all
1: just remains to be seen. You just kind of have to see how it goes. Because, again, is Jimmy Butler going to have 40? Is he going to... I mean, and also, like... 40 and remember he had 13 in the last five minutes of the game like it's hard to anticipate that jimmy butler's just going to be raining down jumpers all of a sudden so Mm -hmm. i think they kind of stick to their defensive game plan and they got to just figure out their offense they got to get Giannis more than 12 shots um and you know they gotta they gotta continue to keep middleton going the way he was in the first quarter yep you know but I i don't know we'll see i mean the heat Will adjust, I'm sure a little bit too. So, but I'm going to go Bucks only mainly because I think they have to they have to come out and make a statement that they're the better team in this series. Because if they if they can't make a statement, like even if it's a one point win, I don't think it's good enough. I think the Heat still have the momentum. Um, Thunder Rockets Rockets still getting five. I mean the Rockets still minus five and a half, which is weird to me. Um. This I, is such a tough one. This is a tough one too. Uh, I guess I'll go Thunder. I, I guess hopefully it's just a good Game Seven, and it comes down to to the end. I, I don't know who I think's gonna win. I have no idea how to gauge this series anymore. So, but I'll, I'll get I'll get Thunder plus five
0: and a half. Okay, I'm gonna go Rockets minus five and a half. Not super confident about it. It just seems like I mean the Rockets. If if they get hot from three, they can blow anybody out. And I just I think that's possibly what happens in this game seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thunder are a very young team. Uh,
1: maybe they're they're not ready for this game 7 you We'll see. Well, they have, I mean they're young, but they also. I mean, yeah. The the I mean
0: they've got some old players, but yeah. those.
1: Yeah, I don't know. That's a tough one. Uh. I want the Rockets to win,
0: Um, but I do, too, just because I want to see if this shoot 53 pointers, a game thing could ever possibly work.
1: Yeah, uh, I'd love to see them win a championship, but yeah, it's not not, going to happen. Um, All right. We'll uh, we'll be back tomorrow. We'll see. I'm going to get that Chris Webber baby juice soundbite. We'll probably (laughs) play it tomorrow. Um, Remember, guys, if you haven't already done it, Subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast what else alex rate review yeah, do all that i do i have one last
0: thing to say we all know about michael jordan's flu game joey just did the sinus infection pod he just dominated this podcast with a self sinus self
1: infection. self-diagnosed but yeah, self-diagnosed but i but i'm pretty confident that it's happening actually i'm going to since you brought it up I'm going. I am going to an ENT tomorrow. I already had a scheduled appointment to get a CT scan on my face, on my sinuses. It's the real
0: deal. It's the real deal, people. And you didn't even know. He didn't yeah. sound nasally. There's a good he chance I could be out.
1: having deviated septum surgery. So you, you guys really hear it then. Um,
0: that's what we're about. Yeah. Deviate. Yeah, rate. Oh, subscribe. Wait, do all that. Yeah,
1: and tell me what you think about my deviated septum surgery. <laughs> um, and if you have any homemade home remedies for sinus infection throw them in that review also I probably won't try them but maybe maybe the one that works the best gets a spot on the podcast guest spot alright guys we'll see you tomorrow morning later